Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 116 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about college football. We're going to talk about some back to school stuff. We're going to talk about a couple of things that have just flat out been getting on our nerves lately. But we'll save all that merriment for just a little bit while I tell you about Kind Bars. Now y'all know, as we head into back to school... It is a handle to try to get organized for all the snacks and the lunches and the things that we have to do to keep these kids watered and fed. Well, we have good news for you. Kind has a new line of kids granola bars. These granola bars have a taste that kids love, plus they have wholesome ingredients that parents want. Kind kids granola bars are the perfect companion for lunch boxes everywhere. So when it comes to packing your kid's lunchbox in the morning, you might not have time to cut fruit into some star shapes, but you can still be a lunchbox hero. Kind Kids Bars have 25% less sugar than the leading kids granola bar, and they come in flavors that kids love like chewy chocolate chip and chewy honey oat. It is a lunchbox win. And we happen to have a special offer for you to try Kind Kids Bars all you have to do is go to kindsnacks.com slash boocast and enter the code boocast at checkout to receive 20% off your order of Kind Kids Bars. That's kindsnacks.com slash boocast and then enter the code boocast at checkout to receive 20% off your order of Kind Kids Bars. Full offer terms are available at the link in the description. Alrighty, y'all. We're so happy you're here. It occurred to us recently that if you're here, you're home. So welcome. And we hope you enjoy episode 116. everybody this is Sophie this is Big Mama hey it's Melanie it's Big Mama and school has begun school is underway yes, we are ma'am. in it mm-hmm. um by the way if you hear a, a fan noise in the background it's because I have a fan on in the background because it's August and I ran in the house so we could record this and I'm I'm in a cooling off period. I know. It's I, it's funny because last night I got out of the shower and I told Perry, I said, this is like the two minutes a day I'm happy because it's the only time I actually feel cold when I get out of the mm-hmm. shower right now. You know, mm-hmm. like just for that brief moment of time, because I know we have said based on past podcasts, we're not going to talk about how hot it is, but I forget <laughs> how hot it is when you get to August and it's been hot for so long. And I'm like, Lord, let there be a cool breeze. We have had a little bit of breeziness in Birmingham the last couple of days, but even this morning, somebody asked me if I was going to go to the first Mississippi State football game, Mm -mm. and I thought, I can't, I can't talk about it yet. It's, 
I can't, I can't wrap my brain around the fact that I would actually go to a football game at the beginning of September. Yeah. But it's a night game. So that makes me slightly more, Yeah, I guess, inclined. But we shall see is what I'm saying. Let's see how we get through March. I mean, through, through March. What? How we get through August. Yes. Yes. I know. That's the whole thing. I know. We set out. Caroline had soccer, a soccer tournament this past weekend. And I can't, like, I don't really even know how the girls were playing on the field because I was sitting in my chair and had never been more miserable. Like, I was like, oh. it's so hot. And, you know, I always laugh at the soccer parents because we're all sitting there in our chairs under our umbrellas with our cold waters in our hand going, run, run faster, get the ball. <laughs> you know and meanwhile I'm about to have a heat stroke just sitting in my chair but I'm going to tell these girls why are you going in slow motion go get the ball you know whatever Uh which I really try have tried to be a lot better and not very vocal but um it is funny how we all yell at them when I don't know that half of us could even make it to our car without having a heat stroke I would like to sit at a game with you just so we could do a comparison at the end of the game of what you look like versus what I look like. Because let's be honest, the way you come out of a heat wave looking a whole lot better than I do in those situations. (laughs) Well, I feel like you have, you have not yet reached the stage where you like sweat out of your head. uh, I feel like, I don't know. I I think I I reached it this weekend. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. I, I think I reached it. Now I have a hat on. I always have a hat on on the soccer sidelines, mm-hmm. so that helps hide the fact. But it, I was as hot as I remember being this weekend. Okay, oh, it was, golly. and we have it again this weekend. So it'll be, it'll be a repeat. Brutal. I know. I know. Maybe, maybe, maybe there will be an unseasonably cool, cool front actually unseasonably cold front come through. Yeah, I don't think so. Originally this okay. week they had said there was going to be a little bit of a cool front and it was going to take it down to like the mid 90s instead of 103, okay. but they've apparently taken that out of the forecast. I'm very sorry. That's all I know to. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm sure I'll get through it. It'll just make it that and because then when I'm sitting at school soccer and I'm freezing in the rain, I can remember one time I was hot when I watched soccer. Well, you know, okay, so in fact, earlier today, some people were asking my friend Heather and me about when we cooked at Senior Retreat oh, a couple of weeks ago. Yes, please tell us. Well, I'll just say that I, I got a little tickled after the fact because I was like, now we're at the point where this is just all just a funny memory, right? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we had the best time and, uh, you know, we just, it was all so lighthearted and delightful. And I thought, really, it just, it does not take long at all for that transformation because Two weeks ago, I really felt like I might see the face of Jesus yes. um, before I got out of that kitchen. I, oh my word! Yeah, it was, it was. We had, we really did have the best time. Yes, we, we absolutely did. Um, but but there were so many moments, like when we were in the car, the Costco parking lot outside Chattanooga, trying to load my car, and it was it was like just straight up sun, mm-hmm. like just beaming down. Um. And then we rode, we had to ride on a road. Remember when we were in Ecuador and yes. we went up that mountain the first time, how that road curved and I, turned and I turned do back remember. again? Do you remember me throwing up in the front of that bus on the way to Ecuador in that road? Remember that time? I do. Mm-hmm. I, um, I thought about that when we were yep. actually headed to the, to the camp because, and I even said, this reminds me of, mm. of the road in Ecuador where Melanie got sick. So uh-huh. I would encourage you just to look straight ahead and maybe not look out the side. Uh-huh. Um, 
it was just a crazy curvy road, dirt road that we were on for about 45 minutes. And um, then we got to unload everything out of my car because we were the only two people there besides the, the man who was like the caretaker. Yes. And um, so we got in there Friday night and we, listen, we got that stuff unloaded and we, we got to chopping. I mean, we started mm. prepping and, and we didn't stop until like two days after that. And we cooked almost nonstop and, and slept, you know, for bits and pieces in between. But we did get part of the thing, you know, about us doing the cooking was that we were going to have an air conditioned cabin but but really that air conditioning it and it was I mean there were two window units in the in the cabin but I would not necessarily call them like heavy duty window units yeah, so okay. yeah mm-hmm. we we ended up putting the the tower fan that I had taken in the bunk room so that we had some good moving air at night and then um and then there were fans in the windows of the kitchen and the like you know up above so we you could stand in front of a fan if you could somehow maneuver to the right spot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. But there was, there were, there were some moments. So you're telling me you were one step mm -hmm. above Caroline Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie is what you're telling me. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know that I didn't give her a little bit of a run for the money. Now I recognize that her circumstances day in and day out were, I mean, and granted we had power in the kitchen, but it was, it was confirmation that for why I have never wished I was Caroline Ingalls and I I don't ever want to be Caroline Ingalls because I enjoy air conditioning. That's right. And, but listen, that walk-in cooler was the same that they had. Mm -hmm. It was, it really was because I did not pull a table in there to chop things because we had so much stuff in the floor of that cooler and so many flats of water. Mm -hmm. And I I felt like, I don't know, but I did the, the, that Sunday morning when we fixed breakfast for the kids and Heather had done, had, had made breakfast casseroles and she'd done a hash brown casserole and we'd make biscuits and we'd cut up all kinds of fruit. I had to do a lesson that morning for the girls. And so after we served breakfast, like in the 45 minutes between end of breakfast and the time I was supposed to give my lesson, I took my Bible and my iPad and a stool into the walk-in cooler. <laughs> and I sat there and reviewed my notes and prepared my lesson. And when I finally walked back out to the room where I was giving the lesson, my iPad was, was like frosted over. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there was a, there was a, like it, a it, condensation it, a, on it. There was, there was a film on it. And I kept having to wipe it back down and it would, it would fog back up because it had gotten so cold while I was in there. I got to, I started calling that, that walk-in cooler, the fence post. Cause you never really knew who you'd see when you walk in there. Yeah. Sometimes it was a couple of coaches, yeah. you know, who just needed to visit and that was a good, cool place to visit. Mm. I mean, it was, it was really, it was so hot. Ugh. It was so hot. I know. Really fun. Seniors were great. That's good. I'm glad. You, well, and I felt like looking at that picture of your car, I mean, it looked like when mm-hmm. y'all loaded that car, I mean, it was kind of like you'd essentially played a game of Tetris. So I'm, I'm betting that wasn't a quick <laughs> process to get everything out of the cart into the car. It feels like that took yeah. some maneuvering. It did. 
And, you know, like, I'm not good at that kind of thing at all. Yeah. I will just sling some stuff. And if it's, as long as it's stable enough for me to shut the door, I will consider it yeah. a win. I felt like but the, Heather, was it the three or four pineapples right across that back row? I felt uh-huh. were like the crowning yeah. achievement of the whole thing, thank, honestly. Thank you. That was, that was Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, she has more of a mathematical mind. So she was all about putting the solid stuff on the bottom, the heavier stuff on the bottom and kind of Perry would have been really proud of this, by the way. Yeah. And then like building up. Um, the whole right side, you can't see it, but the whole right side of the back of my car, and we had both rows, both of those back rows folded down. So my car was flat up into the the front two seats. Mm. That whole right side was full of um, Italian bread. Like we got the whole thing built and then stuck all the bread in the side. So if you had walked down the passenger side of my car and looked in that back window, you would have seen stacks of bread. Like it was, it was something else. That I don't, crazy. I still don't know how we did it, wow. but, but I will say we cooked, we cooked something like, I don't know. We cooked 40 pounds of ground chuck. I cooked 75 pounds of pork. That is crazy. Um, like 75 Boston, we cooked 75 pounds of Boston butt. Um, and what was so weird about it was we really didn't have much left over. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we kind of, we, we were, we were in the wheelhouse, I feel mm-hmm. like with our, with our estimates of what we needed, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was, um, I felt like Heather Brown sausage for three hours when we got there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, well, but she, she did a really great job in loading the car and she did have to ride the last hour with her feet, like elevated above a sack of, um, hot sausage because <laughs> as you there, do there's nowhere to put it uh-huh. as you do but there's nowhere to put it except on the floor on her side yeah yeah well I mean I think that the most important thing is that y'all it's like it's the, the old is it Mark Twain who said time plus tragedy equals humor and so now yes. you can look back and laugh about wasn't that the best time wasn't that oh wasn't that delightful mm-hmm. remember that time when I thought I was going to pass out yes because when I was sticking all those lasagnas out of that big convection oven yeah and had to go stand oh, back in the oh. cooler with my leg my head between my <laughs> legs that was that was really those were sweet that memories. was such good um, times really was I burned myself like I oh. burned both arms both mm-hmm. forearms trying to get stuff in and out of the oven so I'm still nursing that a little bit yeah um, but somehow I can look back on this and say that was enjoyable enough that I will do it again. Oh, yeah. Well, so, then there you have it. I mean, then I think that's a success. So I'm, I'm working on, a, a chapter about it right okay. now. I'm, I'm writing about See, it. See, right that's now. the best thing. I mean, really, if nothing else, if you can get material for a book out of any life experience, oh. then I mean, I consider that a victory. I told one of our coaches, he, he asked me like the first night, he was like, so can we expect a story about mm-hmm. this? And I said, Oh, it would all be worthless. If not, if I couldn't get a book chapter out of it, like I, you can rest assured yeah. that you will read about this. Yeah. Yeah. So, what am I even doing with my life? If I can't get a chapter yeah. out of this, if I can't get a chapter right now, I am not mm-hmm. interested because as you know, I have experienced, um, no small degree of disappointment in that area <laughs> of my life recently. It's <laughs> So we yes. must seize these moments. I will take a chapter as they yes, happen. I will take a chapter wherever I can get a chapter. That's exactly right. Oh so, goodness! Well, anyway, so hopefully, the chapter will um, will be the, uh, the redemptive piece. Although, really, I can't even say that with a straight face because we really did enjoy the kids so much. There was something so fun about being away, and there was no cell yes. service. 
there. Like there was one little place where you could go get a mm-hmm. bar. I finally got a text message yes. to go through. I couldn't get an iMessage message to go through to let David know we were there and say, yeah. And so there was something about everybody being kind of isolated together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Yeah. Like it was, it was fun. Like kids played yeah. cards and that's what people, that's what survivor and- contestants say after the fact. <laughs> That's what they say. It was fun. It was great. Yeah, it's great. Well, it was funny because it was while you were gone that weekend is when Ole Miss debuted their new land shark mascot. And I really wanted to get your thoughts on it because I knew you would have some, even though you probably aren't going to share them with us because you always walk that line of being gracious. Um, But I I (laughs) felt like I really... I, I really wanted, but I was like, well, I know she's in the midst of her cooking and, and her mm-hmm. heat stroking. And so I didn't want to bother you with that. But um, that was, that confirms that you would not have gotten my text message anyway, because I was thinking I really need no, your thoughts fact, on this shark with legs who's leering at me right. on Twitter. So it's kind, um, of a ha- kind of a hammerhead situation, it, I feel like. It is. It's not a, it's not a traditional not a shark. shark. No, no. It's not a traditional shark. No. I mean, well, the football jersey yes. for one. <laughs> So, sure. I don't know. I don't know. That's a twist on the <laughs> traditional shark. No, you don't generally see them. You don't generally see that. But, um, okay, so that being, so with that transition, are we ready for college football? Because we are one week away. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. I know. You know, I always, I always feel like college baseball, I was talking to um, my friend Delinda about this last week, but I always feel like college baseball gets here right on time. Yeah. Like it's all, you know, it really gets wrapped up at the end of the, of, of the school year. It's really kind of getting interesting with conference stuff and mm-hmm. the postseason and all that. But this year I feel like college football is getting here right on time. Like I am so, I'm so ready yes. for it. And there was, there was actually a video a couple of nights ago of the, um, some people from the famous Maroon band at state went into a team meeting to play, you know, because I mean, football players in a new school have to learn the fight song. Yeah. You know, they, a lot of times people who play at different schools didn't grow up cheering for that school. They may not know the fight song. And so they were having during their team meeting a time to, to learn and practice singing the fight song in the alma mater. And so they had a video of the famous Maroon band going in, playing the fight song and the players singing along. Oh, I love that. I, I bet I watched it. I bet I watched it 16 times. I love that. Before I went to bed that yeah. night. I mean, I... And then they brought, so yesterday they released a longer version, which I watched multiple times. And then this morning I woke up, my sister had texted me at some point late last night. It was like, did you see this? And it was that long version. I mean, it's just, it's it's time. time. It's time. It's time time for, it's time for Saturdays filled with nothing but football. Mm -hmm. I personally cannot wait. I've laughed because I feel like all the A&M hype videos I've seen this year, you know, because we're in that where we've got a new coach and we really haven't Um, had necessarily the best seasons leading up to this new coach and so I've laughed because all of our hype videos seem to be like remember how great we were back in 1985 (laughs) you know like there's a lot of like throwback (laughs) like remember that remember that one season when Johnny Manziel was so great and won the Heisman we're going to focus on that we're going to focus on so it's it it's made me laugh because I'm like we're really focusing on just the general history of Texas A&M football not (laughs) so much the specifics yeah, it's like at state when we when we when you trot out the video from 1980 when we beat Alabama yes. six to three, like like odds are 
maybe things the previous year didn't go like we planned. Even though that was just a, a, it was a historic win and all that kind of stuff, but still, it's when you focus on the history as opposed yeah, to recent. you know, like like we're building, we're building on what stuff. we had last year. It's like <laughs> no, not so much, not right. so much. We're not really building so much as we're making something new. So, well, I saw a video somewhere. I, I'm assuming on Twitter. But I don't know. But I saw a video somewhere of Jimbo Fisher at practice. And Buddy, he was getting after it. He was getting after it. And I thought to Mm -hmm. myself, oh, I... If I'm mm-hmm. Melanie Shankle, yeah, is I, I'm going to tell you that I feel real good about it. I I like it when I every time I hear him say things ain't the way they used to be. I'm like, yes, sir, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> things ain't the way they used to be, Jimbo, and you have my full endorsement. Like I love it, and in fact, I laughed because I don't know if you know because it's been in A and M news and in sports news. But there's been this whole thing. Have you heard about our player? There's a player that has transferred to Arizona, which is coincidentally where Coach Sumlin is now, um, and he's sure. he left A and M after a rash of injuries, and he's trying to get. Apparently, there's an NCAA rule now that says that if you can show extenuating circumstances, you don't have to sit out a year; you can immediately play, but you have to. Yeah, that's why Shea Patterson's getting to yeah, play but, at Michigan. The, all, the, all exactly, but you have to show that there was just cause that you chose to transfer from the program you were in. So this kid is okay. now saying that the coaches at A&M, the new coaching regime, that they were mean and that they cussed at him on the field. And okay. he's, there's also some stuff about some money, but all of it, everybody seems to kind of be, <laughs> but the money thing is real. It's like he got money, but here's what he said. I got money in the bathroom for some recruiting visits, but I didn't spend it all and I don't have any receipts and I just kept the rest of it. So like, it, it's real vague, okay. you know, like there's not, we're not talking about like DeMarcus Lodge with like a debit card. You know what I mean? Like it's real vague okay. and, and like on official visits, the football players can be given some money per player to take them out or whatever. So it's all real vague. You can't substantiate it. Supposedly his only proof of anything is this text that he wrote to his dad that does not sound like a text that any college boy would write because it's like, hello, father, I was right when I said that we were going to be practicing at times that were not legal. You're like, who? No kid writes like that. I mean, first of all, they're going to say, dad, you up? I have not heard of any well, of that's this. what I'm saying is it really has not even made if you kind of dig I mean of course because I'm stalking the Texags message boards right now and because Gully's right. mom texted Gully and I last night like oh no and then once I started to dig I was like this is a non-deal but it was in USA Today yesterday it's everybody's okay. saying it's sour grapes it's this kid trying to figure out a way to get to play and 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 they're saying they're going to have to get a handle on it because you're going to start having players do this more and more so that they don't lose their year of eligibility. So they're going to try to throw their old program under the bus. So it's going to be a problem. Anyway, all that to say, I laughed because when you go on the Tex Ags board and they're like, um, when they're like, so they were being cussed out on the field and told to work harder. Yes, this is what we've been waiting on. Like nobody cares. Like, have you seen Last Chance You? Do you think anybody in college oh. football is afraid of a coach using some bad words to motivate some players? I don't think so. So okay, but now that reminds me, have you seen Last Chance No, you? I haven't watched the new season. I just didn't know if I could get into it because I felt like Brittany was what I loved in the old one. And now that feels like a non-issue. I, I will say that as always, I think the, the players' stories are compelling. Mm-hmm. Like that's always the, the best part of, 
of, of any last chance you, I think, I think, you know, just get, just to hear what they've, what they've been through and what they're trying to overcome and all that kind of stuff. But I will say, and I'm not a person typically who talks in, in, in these terms, I don't think, but I, I've never heard, I've never heard anybody use language like what that coach used on that show. Good night. Like to the point where it made him so, and, and again, I don't mean this in any kind of judgmental way. I'm just saying like in real life, this is somebody I would say, we're not going to go the distance um, friend wise. Yes. I'm not going to be able to be around you. And, wow. and I mean, that's a strong statement from a me, yeah. but I, but I like, I have never, I have never been less sympathetic to any coach in my life than, than, than how he's portrayed. Mm. And, and I don't, and I don't know what his story, I mean, I don't know what his story is. And I know that, you know, I, I know, I know, I know, like he's human and, we all make mistakes and all that. But I'm just saying like the way that he, yes. the way he leads and directs those players, it, I, I, I'm not on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's one thing to be hard on your players. It's exactly. another thing to belittle them. Yes. And yes, I think that yes. to be condescending to them. Yes, I agree. I think if you go, you're going to, I'm, I'm all about some tough love. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that they need to, you've got to work hard. You need to put your nose down. You need to work hard, but it's, it's, I don't, I'm, I agree with you. I don't like when it gets into like personal attacks or making the kids, because I think you've got to build these kids up because they are working hard, but there's. Well, and you can't leave anybody if they don't believe you care. About exactly. It. Like, I don't, I don't care what sort of, of masterful leader you fancy yourself to be. Yeah. If people don't know that you care about them, your words will fall on deaf ears. Like it's just, you have to build relationships with people if you want to if you want to lead them and you've got to communicate through your words and your actions that you care yeah and and I will say based on what we see on this on the series which again I know all that's been edited yeah but I do not get you don't get the impression that you, you get the impression that he feels like he's really doing them a big favor mm. which I guess maybe he is but you don't get the impression that he's there to serve those kids. Yes. And so, yes. And anyway. I, yeah, I think you've got to, and I think that's the whole thing is I was like, when, when we were reading about all this stuff at A&M last night, I was like, here's the thing. This isn't Jimbo Fisher's first rodeo. So guess what? Mm-hmm. He knows how this game is played. He knows that people are looking for you to break rules. He knows. And it's funny because even just right before we got on the podcast, Trevor Knight, who was, you know, our quarterback last year that, I mean, mm-hmm. he tweeted a link to the article and he just said, dude, you're embarrassing yourself put your head down get to work like quit blaming it quit trying to throw people under the bus for your lack of success and it's like it feels a little bit like you need to take ownership of you know of what Uh you're gonna do so hey everybody it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast and I want to tell you about a couple of things that will make your life easier especially now that we're in the middle of back to school and all the joys that it brings. Here's the first thing, Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. And when you sign up, you'll receive an email every week with a grocery list. They make your grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. So they make your grocery list, you go get all the stuff, and then they tell you what to prep on the weekend. It'll take you a few hours on the weekend and then you'll have all your meals ready for the entire week. This is such a time saver 
And even better is the meals are super healthy. If you are gluten-free, if you prefer paleo stuff, these will work for you. So you'll save time and then you'll have amazingly delicious meals like smoky paprika chicken and herb roasted fall veggies or maybe black bean quinoa burgers with avocado and paprika roasted cauliflower. Really delicious healthy food for you and your family. Even better, the founder, Allison, is offering Big Bootcast listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. You cannot beat that. So check out prepdish.com slash bigboo for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash bigboo and get your first two weeks of Prep Dish free. This is a no-brainer. Here's the second thing. If you wear contacts, then you know how annoying it is to have to get a prescription year after year just to be able to buy more contacts. I have worn contacts since I was 14 years old, so I've been dealing with this y'all for at least 15 years, plus a couple of extra decades. So Simple Contacts is changing all of that by using technology to make renewing our prescriptions and buying contacts super simple. Here's how it works. Using your phone or computer, you can take the Simple Contacts vision test in five minutes from literally anywhere. You can be on your couch. You can be in a movie theater. I don't know why you would, but you could be. You could you could be anywhere. And a real doctor reviews your test within 24 hours and writes you a new prescription. And then boom, a fresh supply of brand new lenses is on their way to your door. So you don't have to deal with appointments or waiting rooms. Simple Contacts brings the doctor's office to wherever you are, whenever you need it. And if you have an unexpired prescription, you just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses in minutes for a great price. They really do all the hard work for you. A few months ago, I took the Simple Contacts vision test right here in my office and it worked just like they said it would. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses. Their prices are unbeatable. The prescription is just $20 and the shipping is free. Best of all, Big Boo Cast listeners get $20 off their first Simple Contacts order. So to save $20 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or enter the code bigboo20 big boo two zero at checkout i want to mention this though this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam i have that coming up just in a couple of weeks you still need those but this is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed again check out simple contacts and get twenty dollars off by going to simplecontacts.com slash big boo 20 big boo two zero or just enter the code BIGBOO20 at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. Alrighty, here we go. Back to episode 116. Okay, so so we've got we've got Bulldogs, we've got Aggies, we've got Yes. The, I, mean, I think the West is gonna be loaded, honestly. Yeah. I think the West is gonna be it's gonna be tough a tough between mm-hmm, Auburn, Alabama. Mm-hmm. us y'all um arkansas you know how i feel about playing arkansas yeah oh like, it's the worst I, game <laughs> i never 
I never enjoy playing Arkansas. No, it's the worst Ever. game. We play it in Dallas, which I hate, which I think is so stupid, and I wish we didn't do that. I don't like it. I never feel good about it. It's never an easy game to watch. But I feel like this year, you know, so we start, A&M kicks off next Thursday night with Northwestern State. So I feel like that's right. that's great. I'm excited about that. Thursday night, I'll be watching the game with my chips and various dip. Then we go right on into Clemson, who I don't know if you're familiar, is the number two uh, ranked team in the nation. Then we play ULM, which will be a nice, maybe a nice respite. Then we play Alabama. So I don't know that we've ever had a season where we've played two, the number one and number two team within the first four weeks of the season. Um, but here's, here's the, here's my glass half full assessment of that okay. is we're going to have an idea real early what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. I don't think we'll get blown out by either of them. Now, I don't know that I'm optimistic enough to think that we're going to beat Clemson or that we're going to beat Alabama, but I feel like we will not get, I don't think we will be embarrassed. That's my call. I also think, I think that your trajectory will change from what it's been the last several years. And that I think y'all get better as the season goes on. I do. I agree with that too. And and I don't think you will see that weird November thing that's happened. No. Like, I think that y'all will get, I think y'all will get better because I don't think he'll have it yeah. for y'all yeah. to not get better no. as the season goes on. I agree. When do y'all play LSU? Because you know how I feel about the Tigers. Um, not until Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. our, and you know, that's the SEC team that we have yet to beat. They're the only SEC team that we have not, we have not managed to beat at this point in our, in our SEC tenure. Right. And they're a little bit to me in the West, at least. Because, you know, State could be undefeated and Arkansas could be 0 and, and mm-hmm. 9. And that game's going to go into triple overtime oh, for sure. and be settled by a field goal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but LSU's a little bit of the wild card to me. I don't really know what to expect from them this year. Part of that may just be that I haven't read enough. Yeah. But I feel like I've heard a lot more about other teams than I have about about LSU. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the thing you can count on with LSU is their defense is going to be outstanding. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, an LSU team doesn't ever not field an outstanding defense. And I mean, they've got one of the best coaches in the business, obviously based on his paycheck alone. Um, <laughs> but I have some questions about Ogeron. I really, I want him to have success at LSU except for when he plays our teams. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like their offensive situation is always a little, eh-eh. You know, I agree. So, I agree. Um, and I don't know much. I love them, but, and I don't, I don't know a whole lot. I mean, I know Georgia's loaded. Yeah. And then of course states like gunning for Florida. Yeah. Cause that's, well, yeah, we play Florida at home. And y'all and that, got your quarterback I, I told, as a potential Heisman candidate. Don't you think Nick Fitzgerald is well, a potential yeah, Heisman yeah. candidate? I think he, I think he could make a run for sure. And then, you know, I watched the thing the other night. You got, then you got Bandy, you got Tennessee, you got Missouri. Like you've got, and you've got a lot of new coaches too. So yeah. that's a whole thing. Um, I, th- I think South Carolina, I don't know. Will, Will Muschamp always kind of intrigues me. And I feel like, I don't know. I think it could be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of somebody who hollers a lot, Will Muschamp. <laughs> well, the Ooh. thing I watched the other day was like a coach's, it was something for media days where they where um, they interviewed the coaches. They didn't really talk about football much, but they were talking about how mm-hmm. it's spring practice. Muschamp was way more laid back, and he said he felt like he had just kind of settled into himself a little bit more as a coach. Oh, and that's not to say we're not going to see him throw something over the course of the yeah. season. Yeah, well, 
but mm-hmm. but he said mm-hmm. he feels like he's he's just he's mellowed a little bit so okay I don't know okay we'll hmm I think they all, you know, it's like they, it's like the, there was an ESPN article this summer that I loved. It was like 10 stories about Nick Saban yes. and humanize him. It's fantastic. And I loved it. Yes. It's so, it was so good. It was so good. But I'm like, but here's the thing. Nick is still going to absolutely berate somebody on the sidelines oh, before the season's over. I for mean, sure. No question. I love that he goes and tubes kids out at his lake house and like uh-huh. pulls them on the tube and tries to flip them. And he's happy go lucky, Nick. But I mean, he's absolutely going to eviscerate somebody before the season's over. I watched last night. I watched they had there was a clip online. I don't know from what I think. I don't know where he was running a coaches meeting about mm-hmm. how to do drills at practice. Mm-hmm. It was so intense. Like I was I was, yeah. I was not frightened. But I was I was so intimidated because yeah. he was just like, how do you expect the kids to go out there and do the drills if they don't know the drills? You teach the drills in the meeting. You don't get out there and teach the drills. You've wasted mm. seven minutes if you get out there and teach the drills. Mm. You teach the drills in the meeting and then that way, and then you maybe even walk through the drills. I mean, he was just kind of going through the the process. And I was like, oh, my word, this man has, a, has an idea of how he intends for things to be done. So, and nobody yeah. was yeah. like, oh, word. Like you want to talk no. about? <laughs> no, nobody's Mm-mm. saying a word. No, no, they are. You shut up and listen. In that mm-hmm. case, nobody wants your opinion. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot yeah. about Kentucky. I forgot about Kentucky. Yes, and yes. I think Kentucky could be an. I, I I think that could be a deal. They they yeah, were scary. Yeah, last we haven't year. played Kentucky since we've been in the SEC. So we played them out at Kyle Field. So, um, but I don't know that I'm going to make it to a game this year. I regret to say because. I don't know. We haven't gotten Caroline's soccer schedule yet. And so um, I just, I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it to a game. Um, I'm hoping that I can, but it, this may be the year that it just doesn't work out. I know. I think I'll make it to something, but between, um, between trying to write a book, I really need my weekends for writing. And I'm not speaking as much this fall because I, I need to write. Um, yeah. But it's going to be, I don't know. I, I'm sure though, especially if we get on a, on a, on a run, I'm going to be like, yeah. well, it's just a Saturday. It'll be fun. Yeah. Just it's just there. a chapter. It's, I've got uh-huh. plenty of time to finish plenty this book. Of time to finish it's this all going to be fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty of time. So I can't wait. I think it's going to be so fun. I think the West mm-hmm. is going to be a gridlock. And I think that um, it's going to be real interesting to see how that thing sort of shuffles yeah. out. I agree. I agree. I can't wait. It's just the best time of the year. I can't wait. The weather's going to cool off. There's going to be football to watch. Saturdays will be Saturdays again, as God intended. Well, and we actually had this past week, we had the Alex's, the ninth grade team had their, had a scrimmage. And then we have Jamboree this, this Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. So we're kind of getting into a little bit of high school football. And I told David when we, when we left the other night, I said, listen, this is not going to be surprising to hear but there's something I mean and and we're talking I mean Alex is just on the ninth grade football team this is not you know I mean we're not at varsity level yes, yeah know, but I was like there is something about this that feels like a fulfillment yeah <laughs> there's there's something about the fact that he's playing football in high school where it's like I didn't really know how much I wanted it to happen but I'm yeah. so glad it's happening <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've always tried to be pretty laid back about sports and stuff and not yes. force it and, you know, just kind of roll with it. But, uh-huh. but 
there's something in me that's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And this is your reward. This is your reward. Yeah, makes me really happy. And two, that I've I've been at my school for so long. I think to see him, you know, now he. I don't know. There's just something about. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I know. I get it. Well, and there's something about watching your kid. I mean, I just, it's Mm. like the greatest. I mean, oh my gosh, I love it so much. Because I think that's it is like, I mean, I may not be able to go to an A&M game, but like to get to go watch Caroline play soccer every Saturday to me is like, Mm -hmm. okay, this, this works. I'm fine with that. I can, I can follow the A&M game or watch it later or whatever, which who would have known that I would ever be like that. But, um, you know. I know. That's what David said the other night. He was like, did you, I mean, like, just think he, cause I, we didn't really know if football was going to stick with Alex. You know, you never yeah. really know when you start something. Yeah. And so now, you know, you're, you're in a way I'm, I'm surprised that, I don't know. I'm surprised by how much he enjoys it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's it, but they, but it does start to, cause I mean, even Caroline, she's like, I'm so ready for football season this year and see, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I've trained you. I've raised you so well. Yes. I'm so proud. You know, yes. like I'm so happy that I've, you know, that I've instilled this in you. I know so, it's the best. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so there, there's that. Okay. There's um, football. Okay. Um, now have you been cooking dinner since you're back to school? Well, I, it, it took me, honestly, about um, about three or four days to feel like a human being after I got yes. um, after I got back from camp and the honor from senior retreat. And so I wasn't super organized last week with everything, but I feel like I've been mm-hmm. more organized this week. And I tried to kind of follow um, sort of the prep dish philosophy and I kind of got everything lined up for the week. And so that has made things much, much simpler this week because yes. I've kind of known where I was heading. So yeah. I'm not cooking tonight just because I'm, I'm probably not going to be home, but I haven't, okay. I don't think I've really done anything out of the, out of the ordinary, really. I don't, haven't done anything yeah. special. Yeah. No, I'm kind of same. I mean, this week I've cooked more. I mean, like, I don't think I had cooked the last two weeks just because we had been gone so much and in and uh-huh. out and not home. Um, so I did. I did pork chops on Monday night because I thought that feels like a back to school, you know, kind of a June Cleaver-esque meal to make. Yes, ma'am. Pork chops. Um, And they were fine. They were a little tough. I thought about you. I was like, a pork chop really is just kind of, uh, I don't know why. It sounded better in theory. It's just something to chew. It really is. It's just something to chew. There's one marinade that I I found at Fresh Market. I think I mentioned this before. And I'll have to look it up and I'll put the link up. And it's an applesauce kind of base thing. Anyway, it really does make pork chops flavorful and it's got some acid in there. So it tenderizes them. That's okay. the only thing I've ever used that where I would say, yes, this pork chop has some flavor. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I, um, yeah, I think it was, um, and, and then last night I actually made this, I'd found it on Pinterest, but it was good because I'm trying to make stuff that I can like make ahead of time and then think yes. about, cause then, then I've got to get Caroline to soccer and soccer's right in the middle of like dinner and it's just kind of crazy. Um, and then stuff that makes a lot. So it was this, um, it was a ricotta and spinach bake and it was more like you layered it like a casserole. So it was like rigatoni with like ricotta and then spinach and then you do like a marinara and then Mm -hmm. the original recipe didn't have meat but I knew my people would not go for that so I put Mm -hmm. browned Italian sausage in it and it was delicious and it made a ton so I'll put the link up but it was a good one um 
because I'm like, we'll eat it leftover again tonight, which that is sounds good. Yeah, it was good. It was, I, I know sometimes you don't like a spaghetti pasta thing, but this was actually really good. But I love ricotta. Oh my word. Yeah. I love this some ricotta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was good. At the end of the day, after I made it, I was like, I don't know that this was any, because I was like, well, that seems easier than a lasagna or whatever. And at the end of the day, I was like, I don't think this was any easier because I still had to make all the parts, but it, mm-hmm. um, but it was different. And with the spinach in it, I was like, man, see, it's healthy. It's got spinach. Well, you know, I made lasagna when we, at the senior retreat, I made 12, like, of those big oh my goodness catering pans, things, lasagna. And uh-huh. I quickly learned that you have to make your, like, I was making the, the sort of the spaghetti sauce part. And I, I initially, I dumped like six pounds of ground chuck in a huge pot and then, you know, was putting the sauce together. And then I realized that oh, I can't lift it. So oh, yeah. that is when I discovered that I had to make my sauce in smaller batches and then put it into a big bowl so that I would in fact be able to, to move it. Like it was, it was a whole, there was a whole learning curve, but lasagna is a ton of trouble. Like if, I mean, it's, just as easy as anything else to make a big batch of it. Yeah. But to make a pan of lasagna, I always say it's more work than I remember. It's always more Yo, work than I remember. It is. That, listen, that is the truth. It is. It uh-huh. so is. So, um, cause it's a lot of steps. It was a lot of dirty pans. I was like, but it was, I mean, it was good. It was worth it. So, um, and I'll be glad, you know, I'm glad to not have to cook today. So there's that. Well, I did something revolutionary this past Saturday before I went and picked up all my groceries. I I cleaned out my refrigerator. And when I say I cleaned out my refrigerator, I mean, not only did I throw out and clean out, I mean, I took every internal piece of that refrigerator out and washed it. Yeah. And dry it. Listen, I feel like I open that refrigerator now and I feel like I'm Yolanda Foster on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was going to say. I mean, it is pristine in there and things are stacked and grouped. And it's very pleasing to the eye. Like we're right now, if my, if my front door, like if the door was, was yeah, glass, glass, I would, it would, it was, it would look beautiful. Because oh, I, I don't tell mm-hmm. you, it was what, what I was dealing with in there was, yes. um, was broke down and yeah. it'll just get away. <laughs> it'll, it'll just get away from you. Mm-hmm. It really will. And so I took everything out. David and Alex had gone. I can't remember where they'd gone that morning, but they were somewhere. And so I pulled that sucker apart and washed it in hot soapy water and then put it back together. And I mean, even David, when he opened the door for the first time, he was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's like the light shines brighter. Uh It's like the light shines. Everything about it looks Uh better. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that more often, but I was real proud of that. I probably... Yeah, I probably need to do that too. I was thinking this week of all the things that I said I was going to do this summer while we were home that I haven't done, and that would probably be one of those mm-hmm. one of one of those things that I did not do. Well, um, you, you got some Netflix watched. Yeah, I did. I watched a lot of shows on Netflix, so there's that. And I feel like really, I mean, those are all things that I can do now when I procrastinate on writing this new book. Sure. It's like, uh-huh. well, can I write today? Well, I need to clean the refrigerator. So today's the day Absolutely. for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I'll save it for that. Well, I um, I feel like there were there was not. I didn't have a whole big to do list this summer just because I thought it was going to be my summer to write. Yeah, and I it was. It was. I didn't know it was also going to be my summer to lose the book. Yes, um, or to lose my what I'd done. So, but we won't focus on that. No. Um, but there is something about a, a cleaning out a closet or wash or like cleaning out your refrigerator or organizing your pantry 
there is something about that where you feel like, well, my whole house is brand new. I didn't even, yes. my whole house, look at this new home I'm living yes. in. I realized it was built in 1974. Yes. It is brand new. Like, Yeah. You want to invite new. people over to like watch mm-hmm. it and to like see it and stuff. Like come uh-huh. look at my pantry, please look pantry. into my pantry and see how phenomenal this is. Mm-hmm. I yeah. So I get it. Just that I got that done even on a Saturday was like, a, it was a win for me. Well, good for you. I'm real happy for you. That's great. Okay. So um, what else do we have going on? Any, any thoughts about anything, any finds, any opinions that we need to share? Um, yeah, I've had a couple, I have, I've had two things that have happened. Number one, have you noticed in Alabama, is this a thing? Cause I can no longer find, I like to buy a hefty kitchen trash bag. That's my brand of choice. Okay. I like a hefty kitchen trash bag. I don't know about you. We've never discussed this. All I, of a sudden, I've always like, I've liked a glad kitchen trash bag with um, a certain kind of side to it that is very mm. difficult to find now. I have recently switched the Kirk or however you say Kirkland yeah. brand from Costco. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a box of them back in the spring and I expect it to last me until Alex graduates from high school. Okay. It's, <laughs> well, it's a considerable considerable number of trash bags of trash bags well that's what i've done today well so what's happened is is i've noticed that the hefty trash bags that i have always liked all of a sudden you cannot find them at our heb nor at our target to my knowledge that aren't unscented i don't want a scented trash bag. i do not want a scented trash bag i just no it does no, it doesn't make my ca- kitchen trash to have synthetic lavender vanilla smell in my no. trash bag. It grosses me out. It gives me a headache. It's an imposition is what it, it is. Thank it's you. It's an imposition. It is it, like the assumption that you yes. think that you can know what kind of scent I want with my garbage. <laughs> I do not think so. No. Yes. And it's ridiculous because I'm like, oh, now these these shrimp we ate for dinner and the shells Uh, we put it, they're so much better with this lavender vanilla smell. No, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Disgusting. It grosses me out. And so I, but I haven't been able to find unscented and I don't want to change to a glad trash bag because I like hefty. So I finally have now resorted to, and I too have now ordered enough trash bags in bulk that they will last me through Caroline's graduation um, on Amazon because you can get hefty unscented on Amazon. So I just wanted to say that felt like a triumph for me this week. To re- I don't know why it took me that long to figure that out. I'm so happy Thank you. There was one time I bought a thing. I didn't realize it until I got home and I opened them that I had gotten some Febreze scented trash bags. Oh, no, ma'am. I want straight up vomit every time. Yeah. Like, no, that, there are certain things that just need to smell like what they are. Garbage that is. is one of those things. I don't, I don't want my garbage to have some island fresh aroma. Like it's garbage. It's garbage. And when it stinks bad enough, I'm going to take it outside. That's the way, that's what garbage is supposed to do. This is how that works. Listen, there's a whole spiritual application to this thing. Yeah. About, about what we try to, how about it? Like, we just want to, we just want to put something pretty, like just spritz a little something on it. And it's not really garbage anymore. It's actually Mm -hmm. like. an aroma that welcomes you into your own home. No, it's garbage. Yeah. Smell like garbage. It is. It's garbage. It's garbage. So just let it smell like garbage. And when I can't stand the smell of whatever the garbage smells like in my kitchen, then I will take it out. But I would prefer a garbage smell over your synthetic citrus vanilla crap that you're trying to put in. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't know why. I don't know who decided that was a thing. 
I don't want vanilla anywhere in my home. No, Mm-mm. no, well, I don't either. I don't either. It grosses me out. So that was one thing. And well, then the I other thing. Clearly gotten fired up about that with you. Well, I had no idea that, but I'm glad to know that you feel as strongly about it as I do, because I was like, am I the only person like, has the whole world decided they like a scented garbage bag and I'm just a holdout? Like, but no, now I feel validated. I think they're disgusting. I think they smell disgusting. They don't help the smell of the garbage. The end. Okay. Which, which brings me to, to, to let's don't neglect this area either. Yeah. By dishwashing liquid. Like, yes, I am not transported to Hawaii. If no. you call your dishwashing li- liquid a Aloha Breeze. Like, no. I'm still Mm-mm. sitting here in Birmingham yes. with dirty dishes in my sink. I don't, I'm not falling for your marketing tactics here. No, no. I no just want a... I wish for an escape from my, no. my, my peril. Like, I'm just trying to wash some dishes. Can yes. it smell pleasant? Fine. Yes. Call it pleasant smell. I don't, <laughs> I don't need you to make it more than it is. I don't need some sort of Bahama breeze. I don't like, I hate all that stuff. It's ridiculous. It is. Well, cause like you're going to be washing your dishes and be like, wait, is, am I on vacation in the Bahamas? Oh, 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 I've been transported. Yeah. I'm in Turks and Caicos. No, no, no. I'm standing in my kitchen. I just want yeah. it to smell like, that's why I'll buy something if it says lemon. Like, yes, yes, I that's don't it. want it to be a citrus stream. I'm not no. interested in your citrus stream. <laughs> No, I'm not. Take that somewhere else. Yeah, Find some no. sucker down the road who'll fall for that business. That's exactly right. I'm just trying to get the chili residue out of this <laughs> pot. That's right. That's what I'm worried about. Not Havana Breeze or whatever. I I mm-hmm. could not agree more. I don't like the scents. I'm with you. I like a if it's a basic lemon, mm-hmm. if it's a, you know, whatever. Like, it just but give me like a Dawn dishwashing liquid. It just yeah. smells like Dawn is supposed to smell. It smells that's like it. soap. And I'm good with that. Come find us, Procter & Gamble. We have some faults. That's, ex- that's exactly right. So let mm. us be your marketing study because whoever you've been talking to, I think is lacking yeah. in the olfactory senses because yeah. I can't imagine that anybody's like, well, this, tr- I mean, would you come smell this trash bag? It smells delightful. Do you know what would make these dishes better? A mm-hmm. fake vanilla smell would really, yes. that would Ugh. really help my nerves. Oh, golly. So, okay, so this is the other thing that happened to me this week, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, so I was at a restaurant here in San Antonio, and I met a friend for lunch, and I had gotten a raspberry iced tea. And so, and they put them in really large cups. Well, when I went to leave, the waitress said, would you like that your tea in a to-go cup? And I said, oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. So she brings me a styrofoam cup with a plastic lid on it. And so I'm sitting there and then she walked by and I was like, ma'am, could I get a straw? And she goes, oh, we don't have straws anymore because you know the environment. But I'm like, but I need you to get off your moral high ground because you just gave me a styrofoam cup with a plastic lid. And now you're going to tell me that you draw the line at a straw? I don't even understand. I feel like this is one of those situations where obviously we should care for our environment. Uh, absolutely. We should. That we is should. not what I'm saying. I, absolutely. That is not what, we should. That's not what we're saying here. But perhaps we are missing the forest for the trees. In this Thank situation. you. That is literally. I, I mean, I, I'm just like, I just... I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now with this cup, with this plastic lid, this styrofoam cup, none of which is biodegradable, but now I can't have a straw. Like, I I think we either have to just go all the way to like, we don't offer to-go cups anymore. 
you know, like right. that's not an option. Um, or don't, but the way she looked at me, it was like, I felt like I had been so. I was straw shamed. I was. That's exactly what happened is I was made to feel less than because I had the nerve to ask for a straw. And I was just a girl standing in front of a cup wondering how I was supposed to get the liquid out. She's supposed to drink it. I know. Because it has the hole for the straw right here. And I thought, what you don't know, ma'am, is that I have a pack of a thousand plastic straws in my pantry at home, and I'm just going to go get one of those. So I I just, I, I don't understand why all of a sudden the straw is the hot button issue. It's like the straw is the thing. And I mean, I get it, but there are lots of other environmental dangers. And I feel like we're just, we're very focused on the straw right now. We are. The straw is having a hard time. And I have, a, I, have, I have a friend, actually, she posted on Twitter about this recently, who has, um, she, she has two sons who have special needs, and one of her sons in particular really needs a straw to be able to drink. Mm-hmm. And so, like, so there's a practical side of this. Yes. And so I just pulled up, again, I am not saying that we need to be all willy-nilly crazy with our environment. We- yes, Absolutely everybody's pitching the metal straw, but I'm like a metal straw is going to feel we- I can't do that. That's a texture thing for me. It's going to make my drink taste metallic. And then I had me, if it's going to feel like I'm at the dentist. So I'm like, I can't do that. And then I have bought paper straws before and they dissolve in your drink. So they don't do you any good. Cause then you're just got wet paper in your mouth along with your iced tea. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I know well, that you could, have, you, you can drink out of the side of the cup, but not when you're driving. Cause then that can be a mess. So. Well, yeah. And then sometimes you just need, I'm like, it's sometimes you just need a straw is what I'm saying. So I don't know. It was, I just felt like it was ironic that I was straw shamed when I was handed a styrofoam <laughs> cup with a lid. That's all I'm saying. Like if she had just said, we don't do to go products anymore because we're trying to be environmentally friendly. I would be like, great. I, I get that. I appreciate that. Caduce sure. to you. But to look at my, down at me, like asking for a straw was like, you know, Hey, do you have some crack that I can have to go with my iced tea? Just felt like a little much. I know. So there you have it. 2018, everybody. There's listen. There's so much. Where here? I'll I'll share this. I don't mind. Last night we're watching the news. Mm-hmm. Sitting there with David. There's a. a you know how they talk to people on the news and, and listen, I recognize so much of the news now is really just how we feel about things. Like, it's yes, so, yeah, it is. Yeah. So much of the news is speculation, like no, no doubt, but they, there was a panel and they were, were asking the panel questions about a couple of things that have happened um, mm-hmm. recently. There's just been a couple of things yeah, that have happened in the news. Yes. So this person who I, I, I feel like is a really decent person was kind of making, uh, was not really addressing this. She was trying to kind of change the subject and make it about something else. And the, mm-hmm. these words came out of my mouth. And it, and this was when I knew I, that it was time for me to turn off the television. That's yes. what I knew. Mm-hmm. These words came out of my mouth as I sat there with David. What price for your soul, sir? That's what I said. <laughs> what, what price for your soul? and that's when I said so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go back there I'm gonna Uh go back in the room where there's something 
Yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go watch something that's more morally sound, like Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> like, when have I ever in my whole life even thought of that phrase? Like, where did that where did that come from? That, that came I from would, deep within, deep within, like that I would, that I would I would ask a stranger <laughs> through the screen what the price was for his soul. I also said earlier, this level of moral equivocation <laughs> repulses me. So I'm in a great place is what I'm telling you. Ooh. I'm in a great place. I am enjoying 2018. It's been super encouraging. To me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're halfway, we're over halfway finished. Oh, well, maybe that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. So so I'm not gonna watch the news today is what I'm telling you. I'm not gonna I'm on I'm on we'll take a day. Yeah. I don't watch it any day. I never watch it. I know, you know, I, you know me, I have this world, weird sense of like civic responsibility mm-hmm. to know what's going on. So and I like and last night I was I was switching between several different networks because I was trying to get takes, you know, like from you know, like, I feel like the truth is somewhere in the middle, you know? Yes. And so I was, I was kind of going several different places. And I do feel like a, a response, a weird responsibility to keep up with what's going on. But I don't know why. I don't know why. Okay. And so, um, but every once in a while, I just have to, I have to, I have to back away. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think it's healthy to know that. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my personal my personal limits. Okay. Last night. And, yes. When you, uh-huh, last you night. dug deep so. and went somewhere back to. <laughs> I went back to seven to 1784 I was when they said things that. like what price for your soul? Yes. What price for your soul? Yes. Yes. You did. You've, you channeled like the King James, your the King James <laughs> version of you came rising up. I'm like, I didn't. I didn't really think about it much last night, but then today I thought about it and I got so tickled. I got so tickled. Oh, it's sometimes it's after the fact. You're like, what did I say? Uh, what was what that? Was that? What, who was that person? Who was that person? Oh, oh goodness. So anyway, mm-hmm. all right, well. well we got anything else? No, I think that's it for this time. I think we still need to talk about all our, at some point, maybe next time we'll talk about our Netflix shows, some books, like that kind of stuff. I know everybody's uh, wanting to know. That would be delightful. Yes. So I, I need to make delightful. a list. I need to, I can't think of it all off the top of my head, but I can make a list for next time. I do too. I need to go through. I just need to, to jot down. Um, there's several things I watched on Netflix this summer and that I love. Okay. Okay. Well, then I can't wait. And I feel like I've read some good books. I've watched some good shows. So I've got I've got a plethora of things. Good. Um, Hazel just has has joined us several times. I don't know if you've noticed, but she's as calm as ever. Yeah. Well, I know mine are so. outside. That's the only reason it's been quiet here. Okay. Right. Well, everybody, thanks so much for for listening to. To our particular brand of crazy. Exactly. We're so glad to, you joined us. We're happy to serve. Uh, um, okay. Well, we'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Ow.